What's your best fire me? I freaking dare you moment from work. Worked for a newspaper, editing, and actually putting the paper together. Arranging it all, placing stories and pictures where they need to be. Titling, quoting, and sourcing everything. I was a one-man team and used an overly complicated system that I figured out how to use really effectively. They treated me like garbage, set impossible deadlines, and berated me for not meeting them. One day, the boss tells me to fully complete a paper by the end of the day. Gave me no warning. I had no articles from the journalists and no photos from photographers. It was my job to collect it all from everyone, and he wants me to do it in a single day? I told him no. If he wants it done, he has to give me more time. He tells me if I don't have it done by the end of the day, I'm fired. I tell him that this paper can't function without me. He tells me I need to take the day off and cool my tempa and that he'll do my job for me. I get a call an hour after I get home and that he needs me to come in and do it and I can have as much time as I need. Promptly quit on that rump hole. Forget your stinky newspaper. Worked a job where I was the only one who knew how to take apart, clean, fix, and put all the equipment back together and do the weekly and monthly maintenance. I had a boss tell me one day that I was doing a poor job and not doing enough and that anyone could do it. If I didn't step up, I would be fired or else they had manuals for each piece of equipment. Hmm. So that night, I took apart all the equipment, weekly and monthly stuff too, cleaned them and then just left it apart for them to figure out that morning. Then I turned my phone off after getting home for the entire day as I had the day off. When I turned it back on the next day, I saw that I had initially received angry texts ordering me to return and put everything back together. <laughs> this lasted an hour. Then texts saying I risked being fired. Then texts begging me to return. Then more texts trying to compromise with OT. Then an apology before nothing else for the rest of the day. Other than that, the head boss wanted to see me as soon as I came in the next day. Came in the next day and over half the stuff was still not put together, and what had been put together was put together haphazardly, and would need to be taken out again, then put back in correctly. Was immediately asked to be seen by my boss, and their boss to explain myself the moment I was seen entering. Once in the office, I told them that if they weren't there to apologize, then just fire me, or drop it, and let me put the stuff back together. They looked at each other, and then told me that I could get back to work. Boss never called me lazy again. That's so crazy to me. So legitimately, this guy, your boss was like, I can't believe it. You're just so lazy because no one else here knows how to put these machines back together. Why are you so lazy? Uh, as the kids say it, that's cap. When I was 17, I worked a summer holiday job at Pizza Hut. I had transferred my hometown restaurant from my university town restaurant. I was there for five weeks and hadn't been paid yet. The jerkhead boss claimed it was because I gave him the wrong employee number. I hadn't. Anyway, after five weeks of no pay, I rang him on New Year's Eve, i.e. busiest night of the summer, and said I wasn't coming to work because I wasn't a volunteer and I wasn't going to work for free. He told me if I didn't go to work, I may as well not come back as I would be fired. I didn't go to work, and I had a fun New Year's instead. Then a few days later, I called the Employment Tribunal, I'm in New Zealand, and told them what had happened. They called my jerkhead boss. 
He then called me, offered me my job back, and was nice as a pie for the rest of the summer. I worked at an unspecified telecom a few years ago. I was a senior manager in charge of programming, third-level support, and production support. A business unit bullied through code changes, made by the business side through side deal with a legacy programmer in the data center circumventing my team, QA and production testing. That just had to get implemented immediately without going through any testing at all. I refused. The CIO overruled me. 72 hours later, phone activations had ground to a halt. Customers nationwide were screaming. And the CIO called phone conference after phone conference, demanding timelines for when I was going to get this crap fixed. He kept screaming to have members of my team to get on the phone and explain themselves to him. I refused. Finally, I snapped and told him that if he wanted me to fix his mistake, I would need to get off the freaking phone, go work with my teams, and the only reason they hadn't walked out yet was that I was keeping him off their bums. But we would all happily go together. 24 hours later, QA and my team had the cow crap cleaned up and fixed for a clean rollout. This was all to avoid a 24-hour delay for QA production testing. I wish I could say that was the only worst time. Husband was having his gallbladder taken out and was having complications before surgery. I needed to leave from work for about two hours, and my boss threw a fit, stating I couldn't leave. I told her I had 300 hours of sick time I can use for myself and my husband, and if she wanted to push, i take all of it at once, leaving no one but her to do my job. She said she'd fire me if I tried. I just looked at her and said, I have to go. I'll send you my doctor's note. I wasn't fired. I was actually awarded that year for job performance. I didn't take all 300 hours. I just threatened to since I was protected by FMLA. I only took the day off. I don't know if anyone else got that vibe when she said, I have to go, I'll send you my doctor's note. It was such a CSI moment, just, I have to go, I'll send you my doctor's note. Anyway, you tell them, you tell that boss. Over the first year I worked there, I essentially took over most of the tasks in my department, which were previously held by other departments and was done badly because of it. This led to a massive increase in productivity. I then found out I was paid significantly less than what others were making and others in my position across the industry were making. So I go to my boss and tell them I had done all this work, increasing productivity, and I would like to discuss a raise. They said no. Okay. So I worked there for another year, asking for a raise every now and again, until I was offered a job that paid double. It didn't start for a couple months, so I held on to that job until I was set to submit my two weeks. I asked for a raise again, thinking, what the hell, why not? My boss goes off, tells me I won't get a raise, and says some very colorful things about it. It culminated with her telling me, if you don't like your pay, maybe we should evaluate your future at this company. <laughs> to which I replied, already have. I took another job and this was your last chance to offer me what I deserve. I quit and walked out of that office. 
Friends told me that my sudden departure caused a massive backup of work that ended with my manager being fired for it. Ah, c'est la vie. Do I love stories like that? <laughs> oh, that lady. What a jerk. Worked for Radio Shack and always butted heads with the district manager. He wanted me to use these ridiculous sales techniques that might work in a big city, but were really pushy. The year he became our DM, I won a contest for best salesman in the whole company out of about 14,000 employees, and I did it without being pushy and forcing stuff on people. He still tried to get me to use these ridiculous techniques each month when he would visit, but after I won the contest, I stopped sugarcoating it and would flat out tell him, that's stupid, I'm not going to do it that way. I was a summer teacher at one of those Korean SAT prep schools that hired U.S. college students for a summer, and then promptly worked them to death, although I will admit the pay was pretty good. We taught 8.30 a.m. through 5.30 p.m. with an hour lunch, but had homework to grade every evening, prep work, etc. Well, they were mainly focused on teaching English, but I was a math and physics major, so they had me teaching SAT math and college prep physics. No problem. Then they decided, since I studied physics, I should also teach their chemistry class. I tried to tell them that I didn't know much chemistry, but they insisted. So I worked my backside off, refreshing myself on all the stuff before I taught it, while still teaching another math and physics class. One day, in the middle of this, I got legitimately sick. I called in the night before, per the rules, and told them I couldn't come in. I took one day off sleeping in my apartment, and then dragged myself in the next day. When I show up, they pull me aside and say, So how do you plan on making up the time for the classes you've missed? Excuse me? Well, we didn't have anyone to teach your classes, so all the kids are behind now. You have to make up the time. We figured you could just extend your morning class an hour for the first week, a.k.a. teach over lunch, and your afternoon class could then start an hour early for the next week. Why didn't you have a sub teach my class? Then they messed up and said, We don't have a sub. Well then no, I'm not going to skip my lunch because of your guys' poor planning. We'll fire you, and then you won't get your plane ticket reimbursed, they replied. Go ahead. First, I followed the rules and gave you notice I was going to be out. Second, you just told me you don't have a sub for my classes. That means if I leave... You're going to lose all those students that I'm teaching. That will cost you a lot more than the plane ticket will cost me. This was about five to six years ago. I was the second in charge of our shipping department, making $11 an hour. The head of shipping had a mental breakdown, so I took over while he got help. About three weeks after he returned, the company released him because they didn't like him and I could do the job. When they told me they had released him, I asked if there was going to be interviews for the job, or was the job just mine since I was number two. I was told they were looking, but I would have a chance to interview once that process started. Fast forward about six months, and I'm still doing this job that pays around $50,000 a year for $11 an hour. We had some issues with staff turnover and process changes because the warehouse manager thought he knew best and would listen. They then tell me that there wouldn't be a shipping manager, just a shipping lead, which would be an hourly position. I ask about a raise and get told my review is in two months, so just wait. I wait. Three months. 
four months. Then one day, after a 14-hour night shift, I get a call from the WM telling me I have to come in right now. When I get there, he unloads on me for things that were beyond my control and mistakes other people made. We start yelling, and that's when I told him, I make $11 an hour doing this job X-Boss told me he got paid 50 k a year to do. I don't need this crap. Give me a raise or I won't be back. I then went home and back to sleep. When I go back to work, I met by WM and Ops Manager. They appreciate the hard work I've been doing and are putting me on a salary starting at 45 k since X-Boss was there longer. I negotiated up to 48 k I was working in a restaurant, already knew I was sick, but our managers were rump holes, and I knew if I called in, they'd be extremely upset. Showed up to work around 8, and by 9 a.m. I knew I wasn't going to last for the rest of the day. Managers still made me stay. Around 9.30, I was pre-bussing my tables, and just the sight of half-eaten food pushed me over the edge. I managed not to get sick and hold it until I got to the dishwashing area, but then upchucked in a trash can immediately after putting my plates down. A coworker saw me and vouched for me when I went to tell my manager I was leaving for the doctor. He said, Even with the doctor's note, if you leave work today, you'll be fired. I said, You have human waste in a kitchen trash can and haven't even done anything about it. It's on camera. I'm leaving. Showed up for work a few days later and didn't hear anything about it. Ended up quitting a few weeks later for a job at a couple considerably higher-scale restaurants. I worked in a deli several years ago while I was a university student, and one time I caught bronchitis and a wicked eye infection at the same time. I tried calling a few people to see if we could trade shifts for the week. Nobody answered their phone, to no one's surprise. So I called my boss instead and told her what was going on. She replied back saying, my health is not her concern, and that if I'm not showing up, I need to find someone to cover. Just so I understand, I have an infection on top of having bronchitis, I am on antibiotics and can barely function properly, and you expect me to come in and operate slicing machinery because nobody wants to take my shift. Trying to articulate this without coughing was difficult, but I managed it. Correct. My body decided that now was the perfect time to have a coughing fit, which my boss heard through the phone, and that prompted her to say, Uh, you know what? Maybe you should stay home this week. I hated that place. It's not like we were ever understaffed. If anything, we were always overstaffed. But freak me if I tried trading shifts with someone else for health reasons. I've had to cancel appointments because of this crap. I got out a few months after the bronchitis incident. I was elbows deep in an AT&T Unix machine that should have been replaced a decade before. Parts strewn all over a desk when the client came in to see what was taking me so long. You've got three dead fans, one of the power supplies has failed, there's a bad CMOS battery, and the video card is glitchy and refusing to allow the machine to post sometimes. Uh, so how long is that going to take? Uh, Fifteen minutes? <laughs> I could patch things up in a couple of hours but I'm going to have to come back in a few days with new parts. If you can't fix it in the next half hour, you're fired. I'll find someone that knows what they're doing. I stood up, grabbed my tools, and started walking. Where are you going? I told you how long it would take. That's longer than a half hour, so I guess I'm fired. 
my firing lasted about three more steps towards the door. 2004. Worked at a municipality department. One day the programmers update the work PCs and block pretty much everything and anything. No internet at all. No authorization for installing anything. All games removed from Windows. They even removed the calculator function for some reason. Then the supervisors started moving co-workers around and my entire team was dispersed across a gigantic building for no reason. We were the top team in terms of results. The supervisors simply hated our guts for some reason. So me and one of my co-workers tried to devise some way to have communication without having to travel for five minutes each time, across the building and down a floor, just to get to each other's desk and ask a simple yes or no question. We do this during our lunch break. Our supervisor interrupts and asks what we're doing. We explain we're trying to save time and maximize communication and results. The supervisor, who doesn't like us anyway, says we should get back to work and quit trying to communicate through unauthorized means. Okay. We simply stop trying to install Messenger on our phones. One day later, the supervisor is looking for my coworker. I don't know where he is. I say so. Well, then contact him through your Messenger program. The one you told us to quit installing? Yes. We gave up on that. On your orders. She tried to get me fired for refusing to obey basic orders. I explained the situation to her superior. He let me get back to work and told me to ignore her from then on. I moved to a better post a few months later because she made my life unbearable from that day on. And I finally went and told the upper floor they'll either move me elsewhere or I quit. As I was studying in Paris, I also worked night shifts in a hotel near the Hotel de Ville district. I worked from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. several nights in a row. The hotel was very busy as it was a very touristic area, so getting four hours of sleep over the total four to five nights was usual. It happened several times a week that the hotel manager simply forgot to relieve me in the morning, so I'd be falling asleep on the counter as it came two or three hours late. When I politely remarked that I'm tired and they're late again, he'd simply laugh it off and say, I guess we forgot about you. Finally, I decided to pass a job interview for some other work that essentially happened during the day, so I'd finally sleep my nights. When I found out that they accepted me in that new job, I waited until my shift should have started that Friday evening and phoned that manager waiting for me to relieve him at the desk. Oh, hello. I just called to say that I got a new job from next Monday, so... I'm not coming tonight, nor ever. What do you... But you cannot! Why didn't you say something sooner? I guess I forgot about you. <laughs> I used to work at a small family-owned grocery store for a few years. We got our load in on Mondays and Thursdays, and we got passed over one Monday, and the distributor said we'd get the missing load in on Thursday. So what essentially happened was a double load, and my two receiving partners were out sick. I was the only person in the warehouse receiving at the time and got to take on 15-plus pallets of groceries that needed to hit the shelves immediately. I was specifically told to not go up front and to do what I could while the front-end crew covered the aisles and cash registers. Well, a lot of them were either lazy, untrained, or just putting in their hours so they could pay bills. I put in my earbud, just one, and get to work. I'm halfway through checking the pallets when I get called up front so I ignore it and continue. Then I get called in again, so I head up there and get yelled at by a new hire with a bad attitude to do your job and bag for me. 
The customer was a regular, and we got along very well, and she told me that she was fine and could bag her own groceries. Between the customer and the fact that I wasn't having it, I walked away. I had three years in two ranks on her, so I didn't give half a crap and went back to my pallets. Then I get the newest hotshot manager who replaced the old hotshot manager who replaced the beloved manager who trained basically the whole store in my face about having an earbud in on the clock, which is allowed as long as you have one ear free, and said I could be sent home and not come back if I wanted to listen to music. So I gestured to the pallets and said, go for it. These all need to be checked in and broken down. Have fun. I got to keep my earbud in, so I had that going for me, which was nice. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description as well. Thanks a lot for watching. See you next time.